Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Georgie. Welcome to Dead Dove, a fanfiction podcast. A fanfiction podcast or a podcast about fanfiction? Hmm. Why not both? Uh, hello, everyone. We are back uh, with season two. Um, I'm fresh from my graduation from uh, Smut Academy. <laughs> um, uh, and it, yeah, it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, and, uh, you know, people who listen to the last season will remember that I ended uh, my first semester. I, well, I started my first semester as a very deeply skeptical young man mm-hmm. um, with uh, a lot of preconceptions and notions about how fan fiction works. And I ended it by finding out something about myself which is that <laughs> you know i can write serviceable gay porn what a journey yeah what a journey but also honored to have been you know along with you on that ride on that ride yeah and like you know it didn't take very long for me to get fully into the swing of things um but yeah listeners i have been enjoying the world of fan fiction since we last spoke quite a bit i'm glad to yeah be. so i've been writing some more i've been reading a lot more um and i hope that we can share some of it in the second season but firstly i want to um just do a little bit of a call out so um just a bit of an update on how my fan fiction journey is going as a Tell writer as a so, writer yeah as a writer um so like obviously i wrote two bits of fan fiction they're the only bits that have been published yet so the yes. the star wars prequel um fluff which uh, doesn't have a lot of hits um, but it has a high kudos to hits ratio. Nice. Um, so I think that's the connoisseur's choice because <laughs> I think I think people know deep down that I am basically it's fix it fic for an entire um, Star Wars prequel trilogy. Exactly. It's 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 you know the gentleman's choice. It's the gentleman's mm. choice. Yeah. Now, what is more popular is my pornography. So that's sitting at currently over a thousand hits, oh which, my God, is, which is very nice. And uh, it's at 46 kudos. Hello. And now I don't really understand how kudos and those kind of things work, but I am taking that as a tacit endorsement that the people who have read it, those 46 people have all masturbated to it. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> that's what it means, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some of them are cowardly. They they don't even sign in. They just they just give kudos as a guest. It's one kudo per orgasm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it. So there have been forty six nuts to my to, <laughs> to my uh, to my pornography. And you know, as a writer, that is about as <laughs> about <laughs> that's about a, a ringing endorsement as you could hope for. Absolutely. So um, just so everyone knows, that's. That's what I've been up to. I hope to have some more fan fiction to share with you at some point. Mm. Um, I'm working on a little something, which oh, okay. I think will be very nice. Do we um, get any clues? It's got multiple parts. Oh. Um, <laughs> get it, chapters. Um, um, it's multiple drabbles. Okay. Um, and I won't say any more than that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that will be coming, um, <laughs> as will the people who leave kudos, um, I am sure. Um, so we're back for, for season two. Um, mm-hmm. I've graduated from Smart Academy. Um, to the big leagues, yeah. To mix my metaphors, um, <laughs> conscripted you into the <laughs> conscripted forces. into the big leagues, um, which <laughs> that's is how that's how baseball works. works right? yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to do something quite different with this season. The first season was very, uh, oh, ba- it was kind of basic, wasn't it? Because I'm a bit of a dum dum, and you had to kind of take my hand through a lot of the things that a lot of people already know and take for granted in fan fiction. But this season, we're going to go a little bit more in depth and talk about things in a slightly different way, I think, aren't we? I think so, yeah. I think we're going to, as you say, you've graduated now. You've got your 101 training. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to go to kind of like in the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're learning on the job. Um, And I think I'm really, really excited for how this season's shaping up. Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to be 
far more kind of like discussiony based. It's mm. going to be a lot more kind of abstract, I yep. think. Um, I'm I'm really hyped. I'm yep. really looking forward to it. And we're gonna we don't don't think that this is all going to suddenly go highbrow because we will still be reading from Smart on the Show, and I still will be. Uh, discovering some very weird stuff. The stuff that I read in preparation for the episodes we're going to record today made me feel physically ill, but um, (laughs) more on that later. So, it is, as we record this, October. It is. And as we release it, it will be the last day thereof, I believe. Oh, spooky. Um, So, there's something special, isn't there, about October mm-hmm. for the fanficers, the fanfiction writers, or whatever they're called. Uh, what's the collective noun? Um, a spaff of, <laughs> of fanfics. Um, yeah, whoever these these perverts are, yes. they they all come out of the woodwork in October, don't they? Because quite literally, yeah, there is something very, very, very special about October. What is it? In October, my favorite month of the year, this season of mists, mellow fruitfulness. Uh, we have, and I'm pretty sure this is what Keats meant when he wrote that, um, Kinktober. Kinktober. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kinktober It's Kinktober. Time. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's get around it. Um, so, I mean, we have um, No Nut November, which yeah. follows Kinktober, which is that, is that a <laughs> That's deliberate That's the challenge. Choice? That's the challenge. <laughs> to get through Kinktober, you, you will be like a husk. It's like a uh, chicken and the egg situation. <laughs> It really is. Um, yeah, if, if you survive Kinktober, then No Nut November should be a breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, Kinktober, is it exactly what it sounds like and why does it happen? Exactly, yes. It's. I mean, that's not... It's pretty self-explanatory, but Kinktober is essentially... It's been around for quite some time in the fan fiction community now. And it's essentially a writing challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll come on to talk about writing challenges in a little bit because obviously you and I are both quite familiar with them. We are. Um and essentially Kinktober is 31 days of unabashed, unapologetic, kinky shit basically. <laughs> yeah. So as ho- often happens with like National Novel Writing Month, National Poetry Writing Month, things of that nature, um there are prompts per day and then people will write their fan fiction based on the prompts. Mm-hmm. And there's not kind of like so I, don't you worry, folks. I've been scouting some good prompt lists. Some people come up with their own ones. Yep. Some people, um, you know, and people, there's like fan, fandom-based ones. Some of them will be quite specific. So it will be kink with insert character or person here. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just the kinks. Um, there is the official Kinktober 2023 Tumblr account. Don't worry. I've been looking through that all day. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been being very productive and not doing that. And there's levels to it. And it's not obviously without its critics, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's kind of like a long-established tradition in the fan fiction and fan art community. Mm. And it's it's like a whole national holiday <laughs> for a whole month. <laughs> so it's not centralized. There is the official one you said, but there are. It's it's not something that is like AO3 don't run Kinktober. No, so lots of different people will come up with their own prompt lists Mm -hmm. kind of thing for it, Um, which I quite like because I think in and of itself it can be quite a divisive topic and different people are going to have very different limits and boundaries when it comes to how they engage with that kind of content. Mm -hmm. So I do quite like that there is variety in the kind of prompts list that you can look for. There can be some that are more tame and some that are more intense. So I think it's nice that people are kind of afforded the opportunities to kind of shop around, mm. shall we say. Shop around. So I found one list. I don't want to tell you how I found it, but um, it 
I I was reading it through and I was like, I mean, really, are these are these kind of is this is this it? But what I didn't realize is it it grows with intensity with each yes. day. It kind of builds like a giant disgusting snowball. Yeah. And by the thirty first, you know, it's it's it no holds barred. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It it was pretty rough, but so like I... you know, more power to you. That's actually a really interesting writing challenge if you have to really intensify your writing and and um, and include more and more things each day. Exactly. Mm. That's that's what I think is really really interesting about it and about writing challenges more generally. I mm-hmm. think. So I think when you engage in something, I mean, you can speak to this too. So over the past few years, every October, I haven't done it this year. Mm-hmm. I used to create a list of prompts and I would put together an anthology. People mm-hmm. would send me their work, um, poems, photos, stories, anything. And then I put it together and make an anthology. It was called Scribble Me This. Mm-hmm. And I loved it's doing it. It's a great it. name. Thank you. Mm. Um, and I've obviously participated in National Poetry Writing Month. I like writing challenges because mm-hmm. they hold you accountable yep. and they force you to write. Because one of my biggest issues is motivation. Yep. And I think when you write with this kind of stuff, like this kind of, subject matter it kind of allows you to really feed into that kind of sense of community mm. in a really specifically niche way you yeah. know what i mean yeah 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 cuz i mean that's the kind of kink community i mean i imagine i no oh, here we go <laughs> i've been led um, to believe i've been yeah. led to believe um that you know they form their own kind of sort of niches and communities anyway mm-hmm. so it's about finding niches within niches and communities within communities mm-hmm. and and kind of feeding from that i guess absolutely yeah, and like you say, writing challenges are amazing ways to actually get you going and doing something and, like you say, being held accountable. And I'm presuming the only reason that you haven't done um, your Scribble Me This this October is because you've been doing Kingtober. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. I've been doing other things. Oh, okay. All right. I'm cool. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, what a disappointment. So I've got some prompt lists here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you could give me a number between 1 and 31 and we could go through a couple... Uh, 24. Oh, of course. Straight in. Always. Um, we'll go for 24 on this one. What do we have? This one's got multiple options per day. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, there's going to be adult content in this episode. Yeah, this is not <laughs> safe for work, guys. Oh, that's really... Okay. Um, pegging, leather, lap dances, and shower slash bath. That's okay. That's pretty standard, right? That's, that's pretty that's not standard, really... yeah. And there's a mix there. Do you have to do all four? No, no. You don't have to. It's just one of. Yeah. And then let's have a look. Oh, some people haven't uploaded their entire lists yet. Some people do it in dribs and drabs. 24 here. We've also got outdoor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked a bunch of them on Tumblr. So I'm just going through all my Tumblr lectures. They're very dangerous in, in company. Um, this one's bondage with Miguel O'Hara. Oh, is that uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 2099? Or is it a future Spider-Man? Is Oscar it Isaac Spider-Man. Okay. All right. It, Here's a question. Was Miguel O'Hara popular in fanfic before? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. Okay. No. okay. Okay. Yeah, what else? 24. Let's see what else we've got. Um, denial. Denial. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um guided masturbation. Guided? What like a tour guide? Have you I mean Have you Oh Matt. I mean, I'm God, am I am I showing myself up here? No, no, no. I think I might be. So <laughs> Um, remember that app we spoke about oh, last season? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people just respond really well to being told what to do and when. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Right with you. So it's not like a tour guide doing it. 
it's like it's it's a sexy thing, right? It's not yes. just like if you look left here, you'll, do you know what I mean? You'll see a boob. No, <laughs> exactly. All right, like oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what yeah. else there is? I've, I've, I'm really gonna learn. I'm gonna be pretending to not know what most of these things are. In fact, like you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go through this list. I'm gonna see if you know what some of them are. Jesus Christ! How are you gonna know if I'm telling the truth? That's true. Because I'm gonna ask you to to explain what it is. Uh, okay. Ooh, I have issues with this one, but we'll come on to why in a second. Dacrophilia. Nope. Um, arousal through seeing tears or seeing someone crying. Oh. Hmm. Ugh. And it's okay. It's interesting, and it's quite common in fan fiction. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, and this is why I think things like Kinktober within the fan fiction community are super duper interesting mm. because. A lot of the time, and I know we spoke about this a lot last season, a lot of the time this content is being written for and consumed by and for a very, very different audience than kind of mainstream video pornography. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if I... Because it's not... I don't I don't like it. Makes me upset. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, which which will turn going, some people yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee almost... I haven't done the research myself, but I can almost guarantee that if you were to type that word into popular websites mm-hmm. for certain kinds of adult content... Yep. It would be exclusively women who were crying. Okay. Whereas in a lot of fan fiction circles, mm-hmm. it can be reversal in the roles of this. I see. So it's a bit of a power shift. It's a bit of a dynamic. And I think the way that it is written and the way that it is constructed is going to be very, very different mm-hmm. um, than it would be in kind of like mainstream pornography for that kind of content do you know what i yeah, mean because it, it's it's what we talked about lots before like yeah. it, you know fan fiction caters for people in spaces that aren't your they're normally ignored passed over mm-hmm. or or excluded from so yeah. you know some people just want to jerk off to boys crying <laughs> you know i'm I mean? right here no but like the thing is a lot of the time and it's i told you it's going to be adult content in this one guys so we're going to get into it a lot of the time when you look at fan fiction mm-hmm. this dacrophilia is indulged in the notion of like overstimulation okay whereas in mainstream pornography it's indulged in the concept of pain right okay you know mm-hmm. and i think that distinctions like that are really interesting to make mm-hmm. let's look at some more um intercrural sex into what intercrural hmm nope pass it's like, it's so sad that I don't have to look up. <laughs> it's like between the thighs fucking. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there's already something between the thighs <laughs> already. <laughs> am I, am I, am I, no, no. <laughs> am I missing the point there? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. What else do we have? What else do we have? There's some that obviously are really kind of. Less intense than others, shall we say? Mm-hmm. You know, um, fornophilia. 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 Fawn. F A U N. F O R N. Jesus, I thought fornophilia. F A U N might have been like having sex with a goat boy, <laughs> or something like that. But no. Um, no, 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 no. You have to tell me that one. It's like I feel so. No, like, I feel like I'm back in episode one. Like this is wide-eyed so, and naive. I promise you, this says far more about me than just about uh, okay. you. Okay, right. um, it's the kind of being turned on by the concept of a human acting like furniture <laughs> what so like using someone as a footstool or a chair uh, mm. oh, okay no oh okay treat me like an ottoman is any furniture sexy yeah okay no sorry what i mean probably <laughs> like no like a footstool or something okay sure Why or a chair right okay yeah 
No, okay. Last one. Um, I, I just want to point out, I'm not kink shaming. But no, like, you know, oh I my God, we're not here to kink shame. I, can't I will shame some to, kinks. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I can't be expected to know what all of this stuff no, is. No, of course. We'll do the last one. Um, I can't decide between, hmm, between Shibari or Amarashi. We'll do Shibari. Are they both anime boys? No. <laughs> no? No. I don't know what they are. Shibari, you might have seen it. Big fan. It's like that um, tying ropes around the body in like a decorative manner. But it also you can be used for like hanging people from them. It's like Japanese rope play. Okay, sure. Go on. Next one. Uh, so Omorashi yeah. is, again, It's it's been popularized in like Japan and Japanese culture. It's a Japanese word, obviously. And it's um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the notion of of having like a full bladder mm-hmm. and needing to pee mm-hmm. and that like being a big part of the sexual experience okay all right yeah so th- there's a real range there yeah do you know what i mean so there's some quite intense stuff quite yeah. obscure stuff but then there's also stuff like dirty talk or you know 69 or spit roasting knife play mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah so pretty like no, I don't want to say normal because I think there's a really interesting conversation to be had there about the normalization of this kind of mm-hmm. content, right? But yep. like, yeah, like dirty talk for me isn't a kink. That's just a it's a feature of everyday sexual behavior. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think when we were saying before the levels of prompts that you can get for Kinktober, mm-hmm. it's really good that there are options because there's some stuff I like to think I'm pretty open minded individual, right? Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that I just won't engage with. Yep. And I I find really difficult to, to deal with. So like I like I said before, dacrophilia would never engage with that. Not for me. Mm, yeah. But then there's also some stuff like CNC. I won't I won't I have no desire to engage with anything to do with do that. Do do I want to know what that stands for? It's consensual non consent. Oh, I've seen I've seen a lot of that pop yeah. up. Yeah. And I don't I refuse to engage with that. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people really like it, you know? Yep. And it's 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 kind of the the difference between the normalization of these behaviors and the way that people are treated as a result of them mm-hmm. and how that can change when you put it in different spaces. Yeah, exactly. I was quite surprised to see how much CNC tags I saw or it, it comes up as uh, consent like non-con. Non-con. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I was surprised to see quite how normalized that was. Mm-hmm. And to see people exploring it in this space I guess is where people do that. Mm. and because it's something that is i don't know like taboo or like just not just not touched at all in mainstream in culture or just like touched upon way less yeah i think as well i think it can be i mean everyone's kind of got their own limits right hard and soft limits Mm -hmm. and that's for me is a hard limit i won't engage with it because i don't like personally i don't like the inference i know that people say that they can kind of distance themselves Mm -hmm. and say oh it's it's consensual for me it's a really icky area for me Mm -hmm. and i think as you say and i know we spoke about it a lot last um i almost said last year then last season (laughs) (laughs) many moons ago fan fiction provides this really great kind of sandbox for Mm -hmm. discovery and exploration and i think that's why the whole kink aspect's really interesting Mm. because trust me when i say bitch Mm. Don't knock it till you've tried it with some stuff, right? right? And there's some stuff that I'm like, I'm not into that. And then I'll read it and be like, oh shit, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> fuck, maybe I actually. I'm you know one of I mean? these people now. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, I never, I didn't want to be this way. Mm. I didn't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Yeah, it's very that. It's very much Dean Pelton. This better not awaken anything in me. It's very that. Mm. And I think 
are using kind of stuff like Kingtober as like that sandbox is interesting. I mean, for National Novel Writing Month. Yes. How do you do you kind of engage with it in a similar way? There is a community aspect to it because, mm. but then it is centralized. Yeah. So NaNoWriMo, for, for those who don't know, stands for yeah, National Novel Writing Month. It takes place in November, and the idea is to write at least a 50,000-word novel in 30 days. And not not. Yeah, <laughs> you can't come the whole time. Um, <laughs> well, until until you hope that 50,000th word. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> make it a good one. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's a centralised movement from, uh, I think it's a charity called the um, the Order of Letters and Light, I think they're called, mm. and they run it every year. But they, they're a charity who run writing workshops and activities all year round and they have you know dozens and dozens and dozens of like centers around the world where people engage in it and it's it's a big thing it comes from one place Mm. but there is that community aspect to it like when you join you find out who your area rep is and where the meetups are and because it's worldwide they're obviously sometimes quite far away but like you know there is a Yorkshire one for example you can go to and every day during the the month you get an email from a different famous author who has written an email to encourage you on and it's really nice to um to feel part of something because it's that accountability aspect and also there's a thing driving you on and I think in a world where as well a lot of things are gamified absolutely the idea of like logging into your NaNoWriMo account and um, you know, seeing you've got to hit your word limit today and then kind of being obsessively trying to hit it or whatever. And there's a there's a lot of, like, criticism about these kind of things because a lot of people say NaNoWriMo is one of the best things to do to to kind of get your story out there. And mm-hmm. I, I can kind of agree to a point um, because, you know, it, for me, it's one of the most creative, really rewarding things I've ever done because I sat down on day one and had nothing, and then by the end, I had a novel. It was terrible, but like <laughs> but you, had you know, it. it had it. It had a start, middle, and end because you can't just write and stop. You've got to get to yeah. the end of your story because you, you've got a really strict limit of of like how much you've got to do in a day. And people go beyond this. There's people who do challenges of like hundred thousand words yeah. in, in in thirty days or whatever, or they write two novels in Nanorama. They really push themselves. The idea is you you turn off your editor. And you just go for it. And by yeah. the end of the thing, you're like, you can't believe you've done it. And it's a, it's hugely like um, rewarding and mm. just incredibly kind of um, inspiring to see what you can do if you're kind of pushed. But then a lot of people think of it as they don't think about the next step and they just they don't think of it as um, a starting point. Yeah. They think, oh, I've done it now. It's fine. Mm. But really, it's just to get it out of you and, and, and then to then start doing the real work on it, which is the point that I'm at now. Um, and it's happening fucking slowly, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, and that's the point. So in with regards to Kinktober as a writing challenge based on writing prompts, what is the is, is the community aspect and just doing the thing it or is it does it spur people on to, to start more things? Is, is it is it actually some people's first entrance into fan fiction? Yeah, that's interesting because I've not done Nanorimo before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know, I guess it's for a novel, isn't it? So there wouldn't be like daily prompts. No, there isn't. So there's, there's no the prompts isn't at it? all. Yeah. Whereas National Poetry Writing Month, obviously you've got a prompt per day and that will be what you write the poem on. And that's mm. kind of more similar mm-hmm. to the Kinktober thing. And it could well be that it's people's first entry into fan fiction writing because of the nature of that kind of, not ephemerality because obviously it's the internet you know it's, it's gonna stay there mm-hmm. but each day you move on to something different and it has to just be kind of like pardon the expression quick and dirty mm-hmm. and you just you write it it's there you've done it yeah so a lot of it is like drabbles yep. you know what i mean or one shots t- like shorter 
form content really and i suppose um, you can also not engage with every day you can yeah. just do you know whatever appeals to you or that certain week you can also um just drop in and do something as a fun you know writing exercise exactly. essentially um writing from prompts and um little kind of idea seeds is always something that helps you because you know if you struggle with motivation and ideas mm. someone giving you three words or you know Absolutely. a concept and just say go and you're under no real pressure exactly and you know that the people who are going to be sharing it you're sharing it with are going to be supportive and you know open to it then surely that's a good thing exactly I think that if you did want to use Kinktober as kind of your introduction to writing fan fiction, it's pretty hardcore. Mm -hmm. And obviously fan fiction can be catered to different audiences. If you want a little fluff moment, probably not. Probably, probably not, not, not your place bag, to start. is it? Yeah. Not the place to start, you know, when you've got <laughs> quite intense things sometimes. Um, what are the prompts for today off one of your lists, by the way? Uh, what's the date today? It's the 17th. 17th. Wax play. Wax play. Oh, like dripping candles on people. Yeah. I've seen the film Body of Evidence starring Madonna. I know what that's all about. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I grew up in a time where um, erotic, erotic thrillers. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they would have had candles. <laughs> they, they would have, have, they would have electricity. electricity. Um, um, yeah, but like yeah, there's a famous uh, bit in that Madonna film. Is it Willem Dafoe? You don't want to see her dripping wax on Willem Dafoe. No, I really don't. No, he kind of looks like a melted wax man. I mean, he's a great actor, but I don't want to see him doing that. No, you don't, do you really? No. I don't think. It's, everything's a bit tame for today everywhere, to be fair. Oh. Um, we've got phone sex, multiple orgasms, pegging. Yeah. Yeah, standard. Yeah, standard. Standard for a Tuesday. Praise yep. kink. Yep. Cock warming. Cock you know, warming. Usual yep. stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that when you have these kind of writing challenges there's as you were saying with the national novel writing month the sense of community is really important and i think that obviously we've spoken quite widely about the sense of community in fan fiction anyway mm -hmm. but the sense of community in fan fiction in smutty fan fiction in kinky smutty fan fiction mm. about certain characters yeah you can really find your, your people yeah. you know what i mean it, it, you'd be like oh it's just me and you here <laughs> there's three yeah. of us there's three of us yeah yeah and friends for life you know yeah, what i mean exactly and it's a good way to find really solid buds right yes yeah. um and i think what's great about it as well is kind of like you said there's some stuff that i wouldn't write about because i wouldn't want to engage with it mm -hmm. but then there's some stuff that i wouldn't write about because i just never thought about writing about it yeah okay do you know what i mean yeah and as you said if you wanted to use it as a jumping off point like I my mind's swimming mm -hmm. with I'm thinking oh today's wax play interesting where could that go how can you write that Madam Two Swords yes <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> but you know and I think that's that's really really interesting it is so with all of that in mind mm -hmm. dear listener dear reader I think it's only appropriate mm -hmm. in a month of writing challenges, the end of the month of writing challenges, in fact. Yeah. We've already established that it's the 17th of October. We have. Haven't we? We have. We've already established some of the prompts mm. that are in place for the day. Yeah, they're just out there. We have already established that a lot of the stuff that comes from Kinktober is short form content written quite quickly to get it out there to get your ideas into the world do you mm -hmm. see where i'm going with this i can i'm scared of where this is going listeners we're going to stop the recording right now and i promise you that this is in real time because we just thought of it <laughs> <laughs> we're going to stop the recording right now mm -hmm. we are going to have five minutes 
we are going to use one of the prompts I just listed from October 17th. Just one? I mean, you can use all of them if you want to. I'll, I'll try and work them all. Fucking hell, okay. We're going to use one or more of the prompts that we just listed for October 17th from some of the prompts lists. Yep. And we are each going to write a quick five-minute automatic writing drabble for yep. Kinktober for your delectation and delight. And then we will read them out to you. Yeah. This could be the worst idea we've had. <laughs> this might not make the final cut. All right, BRB. Back in a second. Okay. <laughs> five minutes is a lot. I'd say it was maybe five minutes, 30 seconds, yeah. 5.45. Um, uh, so we took some prompts, didn't we? So yeah. what, what were your prompts? So I went for wax play and multiple orgasms. And I went for pegging and degradation. So <laughs> um, we're going to we're gonna take it in terms of... Who, who wants to go first? I don't know. Should we rock, paper, scissors for it? Yep. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So... Oh, sorry. That was great for the audio yeah. format there. <laughs> I did paper and Matt did rock. So. Yeah, for those paying attention. So is that me reading first? I don't know. I didn't stop. It means you choose. Okay, you go first. No, I want to go first. Okay, you go okay. first. Right, what have you got? So, again, it's very telling because I mostly only write self-insert fanfiction. Uh, okay. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Um, I hope you like fucking vampires because you're about to. So this is reader insert mm-hmm. and a starian from Baldur's Gate 3. <sighs> You're nothing if not predictable, Georgia. 100%, yeah. yeah. It was going to be Gail, then I was like, mm, no, I've got some cute poetic, poetic... Literature. Just get to the okay. wax play, Georgie. God, if I had a penny. Right, okay. The hiss that came from Astarian's lips was sharp and made your lips curl up into a smile. Oh, don't tell me a little candle wax is too much for you, Astarian. You purr at the man underneath you. His stomach tensed and streaked with red candle wax, pooling as it runs down the planes of his pelvis, much like the blood from your neck on the nights when he's too hungry to resist you. You lean down to hover your lips just above his, eliciting a soft moan as you do, his cock still inside you, spent from his release. I think all of you might be a little too much for me, my darling. The vampire whimpers into your lips as you move your hips over him again. Well, you made your choice, you tease, as you run your fingers through his silver locks, giving a slight tug, his sharp teeth biting his lip and making your stomach knot at the sight. You're the one who wanted all of me. You move your hips again and the vampire is a mess beneath you. You can manage one more for me, can't you? You coax, reaching for the candle again. The wax cooled and cracked on his taut, cool abdomen because I want all of you to over and over again. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, bad for that. So, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that was incredibly good. Thank you. That was very strong work for five and a half minutes worth. Um, it's been said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> very nice. Very tender. Um, mine is not. <laughs> Uh, not that, but that was really lovely. That's the first thing you—that's the first thing you've written and shared on the show. I know. Yeah. Congratulations, well done. That Thank was you. great. Um, yeah, mine's not great. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Um, you, no, shut up, listener. Before we start recording again, Matt just went. This is fucking brilliant. So <laughs> let's just kind of. I I think the I mean the punchline is good. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh my god, why is there a punchline? Okay. So I got pegging and degradation. Okay. Did you? Right. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> Kirk said, pushing... Oh, my God. Shut up. Look, listen. You are a piece of shit, Kirk said, pushing Spock down into the dirt. Spock tried to stand but found Kirk's boot on his chest, pushing him back down. Hmm. This is illogical, said Spock. Nothing could be further than... Hang on. Nothing nothing could be further than the truth, said Kirk. We'll skip that bit because I I think I just typed that. 
Um, in fact, no, I'll change that. You're a piece of shit, said Kirk. <laughs> a grim certainty in his voice stirred something deep inside Spock's loins. Strip, you fucking worm, ordered the captain as Kirk spat in the dirt close to Spock's right ear. Mm -hmm. Spock obeyed, feeling worthless but so turned on. <laughs> he suddenly became aware of another person standing over him, watching him in the dirt, pulling off his Starfleet uniform. It was a Huru, and she was holding something. He tried to see what it was. <laughs> Don't look at me, worm, she said, as she strapped herself into the harness, a powerful shaft jutting from her groin. Nice. This is all you deserve, Worm," said Kirk with a snarl as he rolled Snock's naked. As he Snock? <laughs> this is all you deserve, Worm," said Kirk with a snarl as he rolled Spock's naked form over onto his front, his rear pointing skyward. He felt Uhuru lower herself into position. He clenched his eyes closed. "You are a piece of shit," Kirk said again. But then Spock's communicator beeped. The action paused, and he answered. "Spock," he said, panting. It was Bones. They needed him on the bridge. Spock sighed and said, Holodeck, stop program, pegradation. <laughs> and everything disappeared. Very good. Very, very good. So I'm yeah, a there fan you go. of anything with spitting, so I like that a lot. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I don't really know much about this, but like, I hope that people felt that was appropriate. I think it was good. I think you got degradation and pegging in there. Yeah, well, there, were, there was implied pegging. Well, this is, there was implied multiple orgasms in mine as well, so you're fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, that was good. We've, we have just participated in Kinktober. We have. Look at us. Look at us go. <laughs> um, so, with that, mm -hmm. well, we'll let you go because one can only imagine how you must be feeling after <laughs> <laughs> after Operation Pegradation. Pegradation. <laughs> um. So that's season that's season two, episode one for you guys. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that's season two over. <laughs> so we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're we done. peaked. Yeah, we peaked yeah. with degradation. Find us in the usual places. Apple and Spotify. Anything. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. Bean. We will polish this outro, we promise. We, we, we had all this time. And you know what? We did not do we that. Didn't, we, didn't we didn't polish didn't the it, outro. We? Um, we'll be back next time. We, I hope you like this, guys. I hope you like it. It's a fun little format moment for you. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and what we're doing next time is awful. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you sorry. won't enjoy that. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.